Welcome to Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show with your host, Broniger McDaniel. Now, live from Nashville, here is your host, Bronnie. Hello, everyone. Hope you guys are doing really good out there today or tonight, wherever you might be. But this is Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast. So good to be on here tonight. I know. And Mr. Tony McDaniel, my co-host. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. What a, a, a exciting show we're going to have today. Yes. We're, we're going to have uh, two guests on this week as well as we did like last week. And last week was fantastic with uh, Ron, Ron Wynn and uh, Officer Calvin Graham. Graham. Mm -hmm. Did an awesome job. Uh, this week, we're excited to have um, uh, musician and artist and lyricist uh, Karen Lowe. Yeah. Uh, she is with uh, 5050 Global Music. And she is... Uh, Awesome. We're going to have her on a little bit later. And we're also going to have Dr. Mike with uh, Hermitage Chiropractic. Hermitage Wellness, yeah. Wellness Center, I'm sorry. He is my chiropractor. He is the best, I believe, around. And uh, he, he and his crew there, they're amazing. If you guys have never been to a chiropractor and you say you'll never go to a chiropractor, you don't know what you're missing because he's amazing. Right. And he's going to tell us a little bit about how to stay healthy and some of the things that uh, we yes. can take naturally. Especially with all the pandemic that's been going right, on for some right. time now. And great guy, great guy. And I can't wait till we get to it. But uh, what a week it's been. I mean, yes, you got that right. <laughs> it is uh, Monday. Yeah. And uh, November 1st. Yeah, and I've just got a few more November. days till my show. I know, October's gone and November showed up. Yeah. Uh, and it got fall in a hurry. It sure did. And we'll uh, be falling back this weekend on the time. I know. Time changes this weekend. But, yeah, I've got that big show coming up Saturday night from 7 to 10 at the Wine Down on Main Street in Franklin, Tennessee. I know. That's going to be awesome With some show. of the guys that's going to be playing behind me. It's going to be great. Right. Uh, I know that uh, we've been mentioning that on our podcast, and we're really excited about it because it helps the Boys and Girls Club of Middle Tennessee. Um, tickets are still available. You can go on their website to to Boys and Girls Club of Middle Tennessee and buy the tickets there on their website. Yeah, or they can just Google my name, Broninger. <laughs> <Yeah. Woo -hoo. laughs> and, and you were featured in the uh, paper there. Yeah, a couple week. of them. I just found right. out a couple. And Which is exciting. Yes, it is. And uh, I mean, I'm happy. Well, I hope so. Well, yeah, you know how it goes. <laughs> I do. I do know how. Right. And, uh, you know, basically uh, this week... Uh, the weather's turning, so we're going to have to be, like, getting all warmed up this week. Yeah, that's right. Right. But, uh, you know, tell me a little bit about what you do to prepare for a show, Brian. Well, I just get a lot of practice in. It's like, I think, Saturday. Between Saturday morning, I was doing some stuff myself. And then one of my sons, Christian, he was practicing. We practiced forever, it seemed like. Then I had practice. Chris came over. Mr. Schaffner, he came over. Saturday night, all together, I put in about six hours of practice. People think, oh, let's just get up there and just have some fun and sing, but it's a lot of work to this stuff. You know, I mean, that's what we do, just like we're doing right. the podcast, but we enjoy doing what we do. You know, um, one of your players is Adrian Pollard. He's a great musician. He is. He, he, uh, and has, producer. He's a producer. He plays bass. He plays saxophone. Mm -hmm. And then Guitar. Got, he plays a little bit yeah, of all yeah, of it. Yeah, he does, actually. You're right. I forgot about that. And then you've got Chris Schaffner, who's really kind of one of your... Main guys. Main guys, because he does a lot of your recordings with you. Mm -hmm. He does the saxophone, but he also plays bass, and he mm -hmm. plays a little 
Piano. Uh, piano. So he's, he, you know, you know, you got some great musicians. You got Joey. Joey, he's a great. Christian, know, my son. Christian plays uh, guitar. guitar and drums, and Joey plays Stephen guitar Cole and drums. Stephen Cole is a Stephen drummer, Cole. great drummer. Fantastic drummer. And he plays the piano a little bit. Yeah, so, you know, you got some great musicians coming out. We're really excited about Saturday, and it is from this Saturday, November 6th, from 7 to 10. Yes, you can go ahead and purchase your tickets. So if you haven't got them, go ahead and get them, okay? But, Bronnie, you've been working on some songs. Uh, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so tell them a little bit about one of the songs you're working on right now. Well, well, I, I, well, it's not one you've been working on right now, but it's one that you're getting ready to work on in the studio. Uh, I Got You. Oh, yeah, that's a little bit of a... Kind of like a jazzy, funky type jazz. Kind of like a little, I call it kind of like the Pink Panther type style. Says, I got you all figured out. Even when I can't tell you, baby, I got you figured out. Just a little bit of what it's like. And yeah, it's kind of, you know what it kind of reminds me of is, is uh, you know, Dean Martin or, or Frank Sinatra, that kind of like old, mm-hmm. like, fly me to the moon. Yeah. And let me play okay. amongst the stars. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's one of those ones that I think is, uh, uh, that are just kind of like that. Yeah, it's a little catchy. Because yeah. I know for me it was catchy. <laughs> I will. I mean, you And it talks that. about I reach in your heart when you're sad and blue, when you don't think you know what to do. Right. And I was going to tell you that um, I think what would be really cool is if you kind of play that song for them. Uh-huh. Um, so... Let's get things set up, and while we're setting things up, you know, we'll 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 play the song a little bit of it for him, and we'll go from there. Right. Just give us a little sample now that you got it all hooked up. All right. Mm, I got you all figured out. I got you, baby, under my spell. Said I reach in your heart when you're sad and blue, and I'll make you smile when you don't know what to do. I got you, baby. I got you, baby. Got you figured out. Got you figured out. I got you, baby. Under my spell. I'll let you do the singing, baby. With a week of a night, I blow you a kiss. You won't be able to resist. That's me, baby. That's a little bit of it. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I can't wait till we get it in the studio. Yeah. We have a lot more going on with it. Me too. But um, Shout out to my CEO. I know. We do want to go ahead and get Karen Lowe on the line. And you're listening to Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show. You're listening to Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show with your host, Bronniger McDaniel. Now live from Nashville, here's your host, Bronnie. Hello, guys and gals out there. I hope you all are having a wonderful morning or wonderful evening, wherever you may be, all over the world, the nation. But I just want to say we're so happy to introduce Miss Karen Lowe. She's a great artist, and we want to going to be talking to her a little bit tonight. And um, want to also say, Mr. Tony McDaniel, my co-host. Hello, hello. Thanks hello. for being and helping me with this podcast. It's amazing. 
And so before we do anything else, let's go ahead and introduce Karen Lowe. All right. Here she is on the line. Hey, Karen, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're enjoying it. It's a nice Monday here in uh, Nashville. I think we're uh, starting to get a little bit of cold weather now, so it's starting to feel like fall. Yeah, I that... know. It's starting to feel like fall, finally. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, how's things out in L.A.? <laughs> um, it was still in the um, 90s degree or 80s back on Saturday, but it got cooler yesterday. And that today is definitely looks seem like fall. It's like gloomy and cloudy. Uh-huh. so how, how's that you know with you being hot all the time and now all of a sudden you're now it's cold y'all adjust to it real quick well yeah i mean because it's always so hot in la um we i mean i'm adjusting to it but it's it's good to not have to use the air the ac all the time <laughs> you, exactly right those yeah. bills come every time every month right <laughs> some fresh air yep so karen tell us about your latest single that you have out Tell us a little bit what's going on with your music. Well, the single I had out this year was it came out actually on Valentine's Day called Fantasies. Um, the reason why, due to only releasing one single because the you know of the pandemic, everything kind of slowed right. down. So we're just taking kind of like testing the market because of it was really slowing down back then. Things starting to pick up like last month. I mean, today's November 1st, so, oh my God, year, the year just flown by so fast. Um, it's always, it's almost Christmas, my God. I know it, um, right? My so, birthday coming up, yay, in December. <laughs> wow, all right. What day is your birthday? <laughs> yeah, December 11th. All right, well, wish you happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you. Well, tell um, us, what, what was the idea behind the song? Uh, the song is a romantic tune. Um I'm of course, if it got released on Valentine's um, Day. I'm surprised the record label let me release it because they usually are more into like dance music, which is like, you know, EDM, pop pop songs for like clubs and stuff. So this one is totally a different vibe. It's a romantic song. It's about a, a girl, um, you know, have this crush, big um, fantasies about this guy that she likes and they're talking, but they're not officially in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then I guess she um, started expressing herself to him, and then um, he had no idea. And I guess uh, after that little, um, you know, hint that she gave him, he, mm-hmm. she, he finally realized, oh, she does, you know, have the hops for me. Okay, well mm-hmm. then I guess we're gonna, you know, see what happens. And there's, there's a, is there a video to this song? Actually, there is. It's on YouTube. Awesome. And then, and your yeah. YouTube page is it Karen Lowe? Yeah, it says Carol Lowe Fantasies. Awesome. That's a, well, I haven't got to see the video yet, but we're, we're definitely going to check it out. And uh, and I guess that's why it came out on Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. And um, the no, actually, the video came out way later. Um, oh. I couldn't find anybody to shoot the video because of COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there you go. COVID gets back in the action again, doesn't the, it? The, the single came on Spotify. Um, <laughs> On February, I think the 12th, I think it was two days before Valentine's. I think Valentine's Day was a Sunday this year. And then um, the video didn't even come out till like early September. Yeah. Well, at least you, yeah. at least you had one end up coming out so they could actually see what kind of the story was behind your music. Um, so was that a was that a one that you co-wrote or was it what was it one that you just wrote yourself? Um. 
I normally co-write all my songs with my producer, and sometimes I um I get other people involved, like uh, my fiance. He writes poems, so he helps you know with certain lyrics, and it's always good to have you know other people's um ideas. You know, it's it's a good um input so that you can kind of like in um I guess you can combine all the ideas together. It makes it more like interesting and creative. Um. Yeah, I usually co-write a lot of my songs because um, I'm more like a I'm more like a lyricist and uh, I write melodies. I'm am not too much into making. I guess you can say more the like the production part. I'm not really into like making beats and stuff. That's not my strength. Mm-hmm. But like putting the melody and putting harmony. That's more of the creativity part right. of my um, my musical talent, and as being a, a vocalist. Yeah, so you write a lot, then obviously. <laughs> yeah, I like to write. I like to write lyrics. I like. I'm. I believe I come up with words real quick and ideas, and then my 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 producer Lu John he uh-huh. would put the tracks together for me, and then I would just like give him the course. I usually start. I start writing the course first of the song. Uh-huh. Because that's the hook, and that's always easy to just write the hook, and then you can just write the verse to it. Right. So I guess it was pretty amazing in the studio, right? Yeah, it was fun. It is always fun working with Lou John. What was it like, <laughs> though, when you were there? Say that one more time. What's that? Say, say, I didn't, I didn't. Um, I said, what was it like when you were? What was it like when you were in the studio? Um, I mean, like, always, I guess she's asking, like, how how do y'all prepare for it? You know, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. We are this. We would go into the studio. We should either go to his home studio or, or we would record. Like sometimes rent out like a a hotel room because it's more like to me it's quieter where we can think and um, right. And then we just, a lot of people do it that way. These, I mean, these days it's cheaper to record at home than go to a studio. It's like an arm and a leg. Yeah. Um, we would just, he would just play the track. And I, like, sometimes I've never heard the track before. And he would just play me the track. And I'll listen to it like three, four times. And then I'll just like start writing a hook. So the actual thing that I would do is I listen to the track. And I listen to the instruments of what the track actually, you know, kind of remind me of. Mm-hmm. Since I, I watch I watch the news and I read Yahoo News a lot, so right. I know what's going on in the world. I would come up with some ideas, like the way I wrote the song "Crazy." Mm-hmm. When you have a chance, you can listen to it on Spotify. Um, I was writing about you know pandemic COVID nineteen because of the, the world was so crazy at the time when I released the. The single last year was like in August, you know, it was really bad. Yeah. I just came up with the idea with, you know, using the word crazy, I would spell it with K. And right. because it was really crazy. Right. <laughs> Everything I mean, it was, was really crazy. Everything I mean, was just so different. The whole world was just like. We're all at a standstill. The world's a mess. It's a mess out there. It's still bad, but it's not as bad as last year. So how did you get started? What, you know, like, were you... Real like maybe a teenager when you started in music, or your younger child, or what? I started. I well, I started dancing first. So the I started ballet at the age of eight, and then I started piano at the age of seven. 
Oh, good. I did not, yeah, I did not like piano. That was not my thing, but I still <laughs> know how to play it. I just don't really like it. And yeah. I like dancing. I like ballet. And then when I was nine, I left Hong Kong. I was born in Hong Kong. Um, okay. I left I left my country, came to the United States with my parents, and then um, and then I started singing at the age of 11. I didn't know I could sing, actually, until my father bought a karaoke machine. And I was, you know, you know, I was kids. So I was interested. I was like, oh, this is cool. So I yeah, like pressing buttons and stuff. And I started recording myself. And then that's when I realized, like, Dad, I think I can sing. Yeah. So I would record What was it like to hear yourself sing sometimes? I mean, I know when you're first starting out, you hear yourself, you're like, Ooh. I, was like I was always excited. Yeah. It was like the first thing I come home from school is like run to the room and, and you know, of course, eat my eat eat some snacks, go to my room, do my homework, and then I would just go straight to the karaoke machine. Yeah, that's that awesome. was like my that was like my hobby at that time. Right. Uh, so, you know, you you did dance, and you, then you started, you know, singing a little bit. Uh, who who do you felt like really noticed that you could you were doing really well writing songs, like being a lyricist? When did you know that was really kind of what your niche was? Like who who gave me the encouragement to write? Is that what you're encouragement asking? Encouragement, or when did you really know that that's really what you like to do is write songs and write write lyrics? When did, when did you really kind of know that? Was it more after you went to? I, I saw you went to Fullerton. Did you? Is that something when you were in, in college, or was it? You did you know before then? Well, I wrote some stuff in the back in a teenage life and then I stopped mm -hmm. I kind of stayed away I didn't sing for actually about a year or two I just wanted to see what I really wanted to do in life mm -hmm. so I kind of I still perform but I didn't really record I just right. kind of stayed away from it kind of clear my head I needed some time to clear my head from what I wanted to do in my life you know I was at the age of like I think in my early 20s or late yeah and I just always always I was always singing. I never really, I never really had a childhood. Just like kind of like Michael Jackson, I was always performing and singing on weekends. And Monday to Friday was school, so I never had a childhood where I get to have a chance to go, you know, hang right. with my friends, go right. movies, go shopping. Where I never had a chance to do none of that. So you kind of, your parents kind of kept you busy doing this. this yeah, this kinda, stuff. I felt like I was like sheltered and protected by my parents and they kept me away from the, the world and put me in this other world that they wanted me to be in. And I never really understood certain things in my life until I got older. Mm -hmm. And, um, so do you think that I, helped you or made it, or did you just did go I through a that? trial period after that when you figured out, Hey, I've kind of missed this time in my life that, you know, I wish I could have it back or are you, or did you, are you just now saying, Hey, I, this is how it is. At that time, see, when I first started singing, at you know, as a kid, I was, you know, it was fun to me. But as I got older, when I turned 17, 18, 19, it started kind of like repetitive to me because I never really had a chance to live my life the way I wanted to. It's always like my parents, you know, pushing me to do things. Right. I mean, I love music, but, you know, I want to do it for the right reasons. Not really right. because my parents yeah, right. wanted to. I mean, you, it, well, it, it has to be something you love. Well, that's a good story. I'm sure you have a lot of song stories that you, stuff you've walked through that, that you get a lot of your songs from that. 
Yeah, so like there was one album I did called the Carolo Project. Every song that I wrote, <laughs> it talks about my life. Yeah, well, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. So, what genre do you think you would categorize your your music in? Uh, the first thing you said, I didn't hear you. What genre of music do you think you have? I mean, what where would you place your music genre wise? Blues, jazz, or what? No, um, well, with I mean, on Spotify, usually they put it as pop and dance music, but okay. I, I mean, I really consider myself as an R&B singer, but yeah, I love as, it. as me being on this label, um, they kind of want me to be kind of step away from the R&B soul because um, I think dance music is selling more than any other music now. Yeah, that, I mean, there's I mean, a lot of they, dance music. Children, they don't understand. I mean, me, I like jazz music. I like soul. I like to listen to a lot of jazz artists and, and uh, R&B like artists. Like me. <laughs> yeah, I like Jill Scott. You know, she's very R&B soul. And yeah. I'm like, like, who's Jill Scott? And I'm like, well, you don't know Jill Scott? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. So who are some of your primary musical influences? Wow. Uh, I would say back in the days, uh, I would I like Gloria Stefan and the Miami Sound Machine. She's mm-hmm. she's uh yeah, she's that band great. has always been my favorite. I like band Gloria of, too. All time. And she was one of my favorite artists. Um and I like actually like Michael Jackson, who's very unique. Yeah, of course. He's and, he's one of the greatest of all time. We you know. Yeah, and I also and I also like um also like Shaka Khan. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you can't leave you can't leave him out. So I where, like where do you Baker. A lot of, yeah, a lot of I like an R and B. So wait, really wait a minute, like wait a minute, Karen. Is that a dog I hear in the background? What kind of dog you have? No, it's my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> it's your neighbor. It's your neighbor's dog. Boy, is it your neighbor's dog? Or is it your neighbor doing that? <laughs> my neighbor's dog. Hope it was not my neighbor talking like that. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought maybe your dog wanted to I be will, on the I show. Use, I will use my neighbor as a special effect on my song. She sounded like that. Right? I just thought maybe yeah. your dog wanted to be a part of the show. I was like, well, bring that dog over here. Let's see if we can get her a dog. No. So it, let me a, ask you this, Karen. Um, where do you see yourself like maybe in five years from now? Uh, I was actually hoping, looking in two years, in the next two years, I would like to tour. Mm-hmm. And then just do shows and save up my money, and I like to actually settle down. Well, I mean, I've, I've had, I've, I have a 21 year old daughter, but I've always wanted to have more kids, but just never had an opportunity to. Right. I only have one kid, yeah. So I want to have another kid. Oh yeah. And um, that's actually my my goals, mm-hmm. like you know, tour a little bit, save some money and have a kid and go back and make more music, that kind of thing. Like, you know, take a little break. I mean, I can still, I can still write when I'm pregnant. I just can't tour. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I got you, girl. Well, I have to tour with doing dance music with a big stomach on tape. Well, I think we're about to uh, play your song. We're going to okay. go ahead and play uh, your song, Crazy, the one you talked about, that you wrote about the oh, pandemic. Yeah. And then when we come back, you can tell us a little bit more about it. You're listening to Bronny, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show, and we'll be right back after this song.
So, Karen, tell us a little bit about how you came up with that song. Uh, you know, I, obviously, listening to it, you could tell it's about the pandemic, but what what drew you into writing that song? Um, as it was, the, you know, with the pandemic going on last year, um, when when I wrote the song, I was thinking about everything that was going on, going on in the world and 
everybody was just like panicking and um i just came up with the idea of just saying the world you know you know the world's going crazy because the world was going crazy it still is going crazy but i not know as crazy i mean it was like year. everything was shutting down i mean you know people well, were it shut down for like three months and it opened back up and then you know this it was just weird i just you know it's everybody a lot of people were like suffering they had no job and i know so last much year I, you know last year here in nashville <laughs> i mean we pretty much shut down in in almost what the beginning of the middle of march and we didn't open up hardly anything down here until it was like almost uh august yeah it was really bad uh all the uh you know, places that Nashville has that, you know, do country music and for tourists and stuff like that. We really, did, we really didn't even open up to tourists until August. So I can only imagine yeah. what it was like there. It is bad. So I was just like, okay, well, let me just write the song. And actually, um, I was told by my record label that it, it was, um, it was streaming really well with that song. And I think people would, was, they were, you know, catching, the ideal of the song and the details of what the song is about. Right. And it's still streaming real well right now. Yeah. That's great. I was, I was surprised. I was well, like, wow, okay. When song, people it's good are, to hear. I, I think, you know, when people are going through a time like that, I think when you make a song about it, I think it really touches them in a way that, you know, Hey, you know, I can see how this is affecting everybody, not just me, you know? And I think it's a lot, something that people can relate to. <laughs> Yep. So, well, well, Karen, I, it was so good to have you on here tonight, and um, we'll be—I'm sure—we'll be talking to you more in the future, and can't so, wait to hear more of your songs that you put out. Are you playing anywhere on the on the you know schedule-wise, or are you just are you just you know writing music right now? And... Right now, it's more—I'm more preparing for 2022 since we got a booking agent now for you know Sony hired booking agent for the. Yeah, for the label. That's so all awesome. the artists are on this label. It's yes. gonna get booked somehow starting next year. Yeah. Um, she's cool. You know, her name is Je her name is Jenny Jennifer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm gonna be on her radio talk show in on December in December. That's awesome. I think December fifteenth. Yeah. So no, I'm just laying back. You know, right now I'm just preparing myself, getting ready for 2022. I'm in a rush. <laughs> all right. So what are you doing in the meantime? I'm, Wait while you're waiting. I have, I have to write. I think I have to write three more tracks or four for next year's release. So I'm going to have things to do. Well, that's good. Well, Karen, we love you being on our show. Uh, and uh, good luck to you in the uh, coming year. And I, we can't wait to see you out on tour. Uh, and wait, can't wait to hear some of the new music that you got coming up. And uh, we'll be uh, right back after these uh, messages. And again, thanks, Karen. Thank you so much, Karen. Yeah. All right, we're back here on Bronny, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show, and here's our host, Bronny. Hello, everyone. This is Bronny, the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast, and I'm so excited today. We have a new guest, which is a great friend, but an amazing chiropractor, and that's Dr. Mike, and we want to introduce him right now. Hey, thanks for having me. This is... Uh awesome and an honor to uh, be able to do this with you so well thank we're, you. We, we're glad you can make it with us today yes definitely and I first want to say he is an amazing chiropractor you all but I'm gonna you're a little ask, biased <laughs> I am because he's amazing and the staff they're very good here very very sweet um, but I want to ask you a couple questions yeah fire away okay I'm ready 
So what made you want to get into this? And what, uh, what age was you? Yeah, so chiropractic was one thing that was never on my radar um, until middle of my undergrad. And I was actually in school to be a veterinarian. And uh, my path got completely changed. And I, I always say it was a God thing that actually caused that to happen because I didn't even know what a chiropractic, I don't know what they did. I know what it was. Wow. And um, I started researching and praying about it and uh, completely changed my path. That's amazing. It must be easier to work on people than his dogs. Yeah, except dogs don't <laughs> complain. So that was <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> but people are pretty good too. So yeah. I, lo- I love it. Now I adjust animals too. And that's the cool part. I know. I still want to get Lulu here one day. She probably would love it. Come on. I <laughs> yeah. love the four-legged friends. Uh-huh. Uh, so when you ended up going into this, um, what were you, what were you, did you have a lot of reservations or did you say, no, I'm going to do this right away? So once I decided, it was, again, it was going to be right away. So once I actually decided I'm going to be a chiropractor, it was, nothing was holding me back. You know, I was 100% focused on that, beelined it right to the, to, to the career there. So, so how long does it take to go through school like that? Yeah. So, uh, once you finish undergrad, which is standard four years, then it's another four years of chiropractic school on top of that. Um, everything from radiology, which we get more radiology than anybody except for radiologists, which a lot of people don't realize and then nutrition and obviously the chiropractic part of it, the technique. And so, uh, four years. Um, I did it in three years just because I wanted to get it done and over with. So I went year round for three years and, and got it done. Tell us a little bit about the nutrition part of it too. The nutrition part is is a um, hand on the body, so to speak. In other words, the body is chiropractic and then an extension of chiropractic. Um, nutrition goes hand in hand with that. And so as we are trying to transform the way people view and manage their health with the way their body's supposed to work. We can't help but also incorporate nutrition into that because I, I can see where that would work hand in hand. Uh, because you know, to be healthy, you have to eat right. You have to do no doubt exercise and exactly the right thing. Yeah, right. and then you yeah. guys offer classes here. Yeah, so the classes, the nutrition, and then incorporating all that. Because when you're with us, and you know this, mm-hmm. is that you're with us for what a couple minutes on the adjustment table. So we like to go hands on with patients teach them and spend time with them and we do those in the evening and uh, we like to just sit there and ask or answer questions and be a part of the the patient's lives yes well i know when i first started coming here it's probably been what two years now tony you think it's been a while and i had fell actually um i had fell out the steps my little dog ran up underneath my feet my feet and i tripped over it and and so, but anyway, I had hurt my left knee really bad, my leg. I couldn't even hardly walk. It was in so much pain, but I thought it would get better in a couple of days. Well, I just happened to do some research, and then I found you guys, and then I was on crutches. And then um, I started coming here, and he said, I know I can get you better. They did x-rays like they do on everybody when they come in. And so, and and he did. Eventually, I got off the crutches and everything, and I'll let you take it from here, Dr. Mike. Yeah, so from there, it's an assessment to make sure that we can adjust safely. And, of course, we could with you, and, and it was a no-brainer. Now, once we saw the x-ray, it was like, yep, there's your misalignment. There's your misalignment. Let's fix that and uh, let the body do the healing. Once we adjust, the body already heals itself. It just needs no interference. That's amazing. And so what we do is we just remove the interference, get pressure off the nerve, and we knew your body was going to heal because that's the way God intended it to, and that's what happens. And exactly. that's 
another you know another thing I wanted to point out. It's it's holistic. You know, it's 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 nature's way of taking care of the body, and I think a lot of artists out there, musicians, whatever, you know, we we don't live a lifestyle that's normal for most people. Up late at night, uh, you know, playing music, singing, whatever. But it's very important, and that's why we wanted you on the show today to, to let the listeners know who are listening. You you have to maintain some some good healthy habits. No, that excuse me, that is true, and so and I appreciate you guys having me because not a lot of people get to hear this and or experience it. And um, when you're in the world of music and 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 even transporting equipment all the time, yeah, um, you guys wreck your bodies, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and that's just part of the gig, right? And so whenever we have artists, which we have multiple artists in here who travel and tour, and such as yourself, and sometimes the worst spines yeah and so it's always good to get our hands on um you guys and, and actually make a difference because you guys make a difference right we'll so appreciate it we can make a difference here mm-hmm. you guys can go out and do your thing and um it's beautiful well you can only imagine you know sitting over a piano you know or leaning s- over on a microphone yeah, or standing for out you know oh, a couple hours for or, hours you know yeah. leaning on one side of your body and not the other you know posture right going up steps <laughs> and down yeah i mean yeah and, and it was very enlightening when we came into your office because it, it you don't realize, you know, what you put yourself through every day. And not just musicians, but everybody else as well. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so it's one of those things that, you know, until you see an x-ray or until you get adjusted, it's like you didn't know you were doing that bad until you kind of pause, stop, and reflect. Right. And see, okay, wow, it is that bad. Or I did feel amazing after that first adjustment. I didn't realize I could feel that well. Yeah, exactly. Tell us some of the fun things you do at your office here. I know y'all have a lot that go on each month. You have daily, you know, uh, I think uh, some of the people in your office have, you know, where they can go on YouTube and see about nutrition. Tell us a little bit about what goes on. Yeah, so when you come in our office, we like to have an environment of healing and, and health and, and, and excitement. And so when we come in, we're always here to welcome and greet uh, at the front desk. And then, of course, you're coming in and doing your Rehab exercises, you know, your stretches and getting warmed up for the adjustment. And uh, you have Dr. Ashen and I adjusting you and, and all that is awesome. Um, but really it comes down to uh, the workshops on a monthly basis, like you said. Mm-hmm. We'll throw in a free x-ray day for friends and family. Um, those are always fun. And, uh, of course, always just trying to make it a, a themed, fun experience with food. And so we, you mentioned nutrition. Mm-hmm. We bring in food or we sample nutrition here. And, uh, again, trying to make it more interactive and more of an experience for and it seems to be very successful you there are a lot of your offices around this region and the re, uh, at least around nashville i know of why don't you tell us where you're located so people can sit exactly and then where your other locations are yeah no that's a great question um so we're in hermitage right here off old hickory boulevard ohb in the shopping center of kroger and uh, this is my very first location um last year i was um, had an opportunity to open an office in cookville and uh, that's been a great experience. And then through Well Health and Chiropractic, uh, we've been able to open 10 so far in the last year and a half. So throughout Nashville, Brentwood, Franklin, Gallatin, Hendersonville, Clarksville now. Um, that's awesome. East Nashville. So, yeah, we're, we're really spread out, even as far down as Spring Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and the newest one coming in is going to be Dixon. So that'll be fun. So you're, you're really around Middle Tennessee area, Nashville area. A little bit, some over to the east side of the state, some going towards the west side of the state. That's right. Uh, that's, that's right. That's awesome. Yeah, we're the epicenter, and then we're going to spread out from here. <laughs> so um, tell them, uh, is there like a website they can go to? Absolutely, yeah. Wellhealthcenters.com. 
mm-hmm. is the website that'll you know, draw you or at least take you to uh, any information or any questions you have for us. You can even schedule appointments on off that Y'all website. You'll have a Facebook page and Instagram. You'll have those as well. Yes, sir. Look, uh, Facebook, Instagram. On Facebook, you're looking at Well Health Hermitage. Okay. For our specific location, but any Well Health offices in your area, you can look up on Facebook. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and tell us one of the times that you experienced something that was so funny doing chiropractic work. There's a bunch of them. I'm like, there's so many. I'm, how, how can I pull from my memory bank here? Um, I know it's always an on-the-spot thing. It's, it's a tough one, yeah. If you, if you can, it's cool. Well, I'm sure there's there's quite a few. I there's mean. a few. There's a few. <laughs> there uh let's see. Uh one of the things I think is funny is you have some equipment out there that people may not get used to. Mm-hmm. And so when they first come in the office and, you know, that one machine that like kind of vibrates and everything, that's kind of the first one <laughs> yeah. that's like, woo. I'm like, uh, yeah. Know. I mean, we, we've got equipment in here. that looks like some kind of like a noose and then we've got a whippy cushion type <laughs> treatment and then a vibration plate treatment. Yeah. So we, people come in and kind of, kind of like, what am I getting myself into here? Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, once but you it's all good. It's all good. It's great. It's yeah. All good. Once you experience it, it's like, Oh okay, That makes sense. So, but, um, golly, I'm sorry. Yeah. There's a, there's some, all kinds of funny stories I that's, couldn't specifically think of. That's okay. One of the coolest stories I had though, when we talk about animals, obviously with humans, I've seen everything from, you know, disease go away and people come off medication, which is always a reward and kids coming off medication and being able to put families back together because they feel better. And that, that's been a huge reward for me. So there was a time actually that you mentioned it. Funny enough, it wasn't a human story, but I do have a furry, four-legged friend story where a patient who I was seeing had an issue with her dog. It was a show dog. I actually had a, she won awards and things like that. Well, recently she had been having trouble with her trot or her posture or something, whatever it was, whatever the issue was. And so right. I said, bring, bring her in. Let me look at her. Um, she's like, you can adjust animals. I'm like, yeah, I can adjust animals too. They have a spine. And so... Right. Um, she brought her in. I started doing a series of adjustments, and um, one day she showed up and said, "You'll never believe this, but uh, my dog won first place at the last dog show." I'm like, "Wow, this is amazing!" So it was it was a cool success story. Yes, that's amazing. awesome with the dog. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, so you know, there really isn't really that much of a difference between both, right? Not a whole lot. I mean, you got one that uh, where we walk upright and dogs walk on four legs so it's the, the yeah. but the spinal structure is very similar but to you the get human. the best of both worlds right well tony the now the dogs do bark <laughs> they do bark <laughs> they try and bite maybe but uh, no yeah. complaining from the dogs yeah yeah i bet they do try to bite They're like <laughs> oh, what are you trying goodness. to do here <laughs> yeah exactly so it was great it was a, it was a cool story so <laughs> well you know we want to also mention i want to go back to the immune system the immune system because i think that's really big for artists and Absolutely. musicians in this time when they're out and about with, with especially what's going on in the times right now uh tell us about how you adjust that in those yeah absolutely i mean that's super important right now we talk about the the number one system in your body is the nervous system but the second most important arguably is the immune system which kills cancer and viruses and bacteria all the time and mm-hmm. if you don't have an immune system or a properly functioning immune system, bad news, right? Right. And so the coolest part about chiropractic and the immune system is that when you get an adjustment between your shoulder blades, known as the thoracic region of the spine, there is a 300% fold increase in immune system called interleukin-2 or IL-2 that goes out and signals the immune system to go fight the bad guys. And that was a study that was done back in the early 2000s by the Life University, which is really cool. So it was a 300-person study. I mean, it, it's 
quite it's quite significant oh. in the, the battle of the immune system is keep the nervous system healthy your immune system will then in turn be healthy it's pretty cool it's awesome yeah i love it when you get mine adjusted yes well no, I mean, you always ask me did i <laughs> you asked me did, did you adjust my immune system today i'm like absolutely <laughs> <laughs> so it's really part of your regimen that you do when you do uh adjust, it is. adjust everybody it is. yeah it's very important and sure. you know like Bronnie, have you heard the same stories from them that how they feel more uh, better or that, that it's helped them? And they Always. They don't feel like they're getting sick as often? Or? That's right. And that's what I noticed across the board. I've been doing this over 10 years in my office. And, and clinically, I see patients who get adjusted regularly don't have the immune system or the sickness that the average person walking around does. And it's really wow. neat to see that. Amazing. And a lot of people, you know, I know you'll tell them this too, drink lots of water, a lot of water. That's right. Which she gets on me all the time. Good. Because I'm I'm trying to get out the sodas. There you go. Help him here, Dr. Mike. (laughs) Good job there. Good job. The guys are always the toughest, right? You better watch out. We might might have to go into a session right now. (laughs) This is a whole other podcast we got to get into. Uh, but yeah, the the supplement I uh, I recommend so much. I know that I did with you, Bronger, is the turmeric. You know, mm-hmm. the turmeric has been so vital in reducing inflammation in the system in the body and, and reducing pain, of course. And so, and the what, vitamin D three, you tell me too. Oh yeah, I mean, again, those are staples, right? Mm-hmm. And D three, how it improves mood, especially in the winter months. How it improves bone density, and of course, fights uh, the bad guys. It helps your immune system fight. Can, can the turmeric like shovel snow too? <laughs> I'm afraid not. Sorry. Well, you know good. they say farmers' almanac says we're gonna have a bad winter. <laughs> That's right. Hey, listen, you shovel the snow, and I'll give you some turmeric. And all right, yeah, that win, should win. help for the inflammation, right? That's right, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's been it's been good. It's been great. We appreciate you being on yes. our show. It's been my pleasure. And I appreciate you guys. You guys are doing awesome. And things. we'll also we'll post a link on here, everyone. Um, to where his office is, even though he's told you guys, we will make sure that's on there also. So. And uh, seriously, guys, you know, uh, look it up, give them a call, and they'll get you in the right spot wherever, wherever you're at in Middle Tennessee area. Uh, again, that was Dr. Mike. And Mike, do you have a last name? Uh, uh, my last name is Shab. Shab. There you yeah, go. There you go. <laughs> Known as Dr. Mike. Most people call Dr. me Dr. Mike. Yeah. So. All right. Bronnie, you got anything else? No, it's just been a pleasure of having you on here today. Same, and I appreciate you guys for having me. You're welcome. All right, guys. Thanks again. You're listening to Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show, and we'll be right back. You've been listening to Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show with your host, Bronnie McDaniel. We want to thank today's guest, Karen Lowe with 5050 Global Music, and also we want to thank Dr. Mike with Hermitage Wellness Clinic. We want to give a great shout-out to our sponsors, 5050 Global Music and Quest Cross. Sony Music in the Orchard, and Art19 Bertelsmann Group, with a special shout-out to our sponsor, Sony Bravia TV. Again, you've been listening to Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Show, and we appreciate you listening, and we'll be back with you next week. Have a good one.